This is the Dad Devotionals Podcast with Dave Domzowski. Each week, I'll bring you compelling interviews that'll educate, inspire, and motivate you to become the father and husband our Lord called you to be. We're a community of devoted dads who want to strengthen our faith and family and live out our true purpose in this life. Please, won't you join us? Just text me at 717-913-5671, and you'll be welcomed into my Devoted Dads community. And if you want to support the podcast, we invite you to purchase a product, a book, or a course in our affiliate shop on daddevotionals.com. You can also contribute monthly at patreon.com slash daddevotionals. Now, here's today's show. God bless. Guys, let's talk about self-care for just a second. We're not getting any younger. The stress of kids and work just wreak havoc on our skin. That's why you need to check out Molina New York. With their non-toxic organic products, Molina is the answer to men's self-care. They have great organic olive oil, natural sunscreen, and organic lip balm. Not to mention organic natural bug spray, perfect for summer. And we can't forget their bestseller for both men and women, their natural deodorant. The founder even told me it passed the marathon test in the New York City heat. Can you believe that? They're a Christian family small business, and the owner is a wife of a U.S. Marine. This Father's Day, support one of our own and ask for Molina New York. Go to daddevotionals.com slash Molina for 10% off your order with code DAD. That's M-A-L-I-N-A, daddevotionals.com slash Molina. Today's guest is Helen Smallbone. She's the co-founder of Mum Life Ministry and the author of Behind the Lights, The Extraordinary Adventure of a Mum and Her Family. You'll recognize her from episode 114 of the show. She's joining us today to talk about your role, guys, as fathers and husbands. Helen, welcome back to Dad Devotionals. It's so great to have you again. Oh, thank you so much for having me, David. Pleasure. No, pro- no problem. This is great. I'm excited about this one. Um, what is one thing? Let's start off with this. What's one thing you want the men listening today to take away, Helen? I think the priority thing is based, is so biblical, but it's something I think that's often glossed over. The role of a man in the home is so incredibly important, both not for his support of his wife, but as leadership in the home. And the thing that intrigues me about the passage in Ephesians 5, which gives the instructions for husbands and wives, mm. that really wives are only called to respect or honour their husband. Mm-hmm. But the commands to the husband in there are just so incredibly huge because he's called to love his wife as Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. So that love is the ultimate sacrifice. Then he's told to love his wife as he loves himself. And so there's another verse that comes by, I think, in the message where it says that that love is not domineering, but it's supportive and cherishing. Mm. Those are such strong commands to a husband for his wife. And I tell you what, if a husband can achieve even some of that, because I I think the standard is just so high there, I'm not sure you can achieve it all. When you're being compared to love like Christ, love the (laughs) church, and I mean, Yeah, let's face it, you're not going to quite get there. Anyway, I just think uh, what I, if he can just love his wife with some of what Christ did for the church in loving us and giving his life, 
then how easy, it just sets the premise in the home just so differently. There is no problem for a wife to respect and love her husband, to give back because she knows she's supported and cherished. Mm. And to me, that's the basic foundation of the health of the home. You know, I, I really love that. So let, let's build off of that. So as, as a mother and a wife, we, we, we heard from the, the, the biblical standpoint, well, what is the husband's and father's role in the home as you see it and they've experienced it? Yeah. Well, I think as a father, there was a statement made by James Dobson many years ago that said the best thing a man can do for his children is to love their mother. Mm. Again, it's the love command. It's the basic. But sometimes I think we so prioritise our children that we forget that the foundation of the home is the relationship between husband and wife. And so for me, that's the aim. That's the strive. That, that's where a man has to go for because I think he's. it says in Ephesians 5 there again that he's the leader of the home. Mm. And we know we're all going to stand before Jesus at some point or another with, with the responsibilities and the talents and the gifts that he's given us, um, with the callings that he's given us and being said, so <laughs> is this gold or silver or is this chaff or, or hay I'm going to be burned up? Right. I, I just want to challenge out there that, not only are we loving God well by doing this, when you look at everything that the um, that Jesus came to do, what are the two commandments? To love God and to love others. It's mm-hmm. it's So this is the striving for men, to love that wife well. And after that relationship, then, of course, is his kids. And I want to challenge again, men, I think women are made to nurture probably better than men. Um, and I don't, I see big differences between men and women. I'm very happy that I'm was made a woman. I think it's a real privilege of a role to be because we, uh, God uses our bodies to create that new life. And it's just such a miraculous and wonderful thing. And a man experiences it, but he doesn't experience it to the same level as a woman. And so it's such a privilege for me to be um, um, a woman, a wife, a mum. But the one thing that women can do well is nurture and love the, her children. Mm-hmm. A man, I think, can balance that out. But sometimes a man, because he's less patient, slips into harshness. Mm-hmm. And there the Bible also addresses where it says, fathers, don't provoke your children to anger. Right. Because it's easy to come in and see even that the wife is maybe being too nice (laughs) and come in with that iron rod. And I just don't think that's the way to because it crushes a child's heart. And so to come in and just alongside practising that love, and we've got to remember that Jesus' love for us includes disciplining us, includes hard times. Right. includes, you know, there's there's consequences to our actions. And so I think as a father in a role in a home, it's very similar to the way that God loves us in that there is discipline, there are boundaries, there are consequences to action, to, to action, but it all starts and finishes with love. And harshness, uh, as I say, it just... It, it burns up a child's heart, like it just closes them up and then they become uh, more defiant, I think, and then more embittered. But to practice not only that love but then forgiveness, restitution, 
you know, if you if you're in a disciplinary role with your children, follow it through with I'm doing this punishment, I'm doing this consequence out of love for you. You know, this is my, I know it might seem not, you know, you don't want to do this, whatever, but it's out of love for you to grow. You help them to see the bigger picture in, in, in what, you know, they're leading the family or the child into. And then if by chance he does lose it because we're all human and we are all going to lose it, sure, sure. practice forgiveness. Say, I'm sorry. Hey, I treated you harshly before. I'm sorry. Come and give me a hug. I think physical affection is so important for restitution of relationship. And uh, I think if a man can practice those principles in his home, Satan, Satan wants to destroy our homes. Yes. And so we've got to go be very proactive in how we love and love well in order to uh, combat what he's bringing in to try and destroy. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I love what you're touching on on love today, and, and that that is the focus. And I feel like that is something that, especially us guys, we, we just seem to get that wrong. What's something we can do better in, in showing that love and in supporting our, our wives and our, and our children? I think the biggest challenge in marriage and in families is actually that we communicate not always by words. We actually communicate by our demeanours, by the roll of the eyes, by the negative energy we might be giving off. (laughs) Frustration of, I'm not saying anything, but gosh, you're frustrating me at the moment. And and if the big word in those Bible verses, I think, and it's a word we don't talk about very much, is cherish. If Mm. you cherish your wife, if you value what she's doing, if you are thankful for her, and I think that's the way to practice really changing a deep inside attitude is listing the things that you're thankful for, listing the things that she does on a day-by-day basis, listing, and then you're changing your mind because Attitude actually comes before action. So if we change our attitude by practising thankfulness, by cherishing, by realising all the things that she's doing, that she might be tired at the end of the day, focus on what she's done, talk, listen, you know, then she will know she's cherished and then, you know, that is probably, it's a very practical way of changing our mindset by being thankful. No, I, I appreciate that so much. Well, guys, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. When we come back, we'll chat more with Helen Smallbone about encouragement for dads. We'll be right back. Hey, dads, are you responsible for your household or business finances? If so, check out my website, runthemoney.com. Run the Money is the place for money management tips for saving more, paying off debt, and budgeting. I also give you ideas and information for starting a side business. If you're in between jobs or need a way to get a better handle on your family's money, go to runthemoney.com for free articles on money management. That's runthemoney.com, R-U-N-T-H-E-M-O-N-E-Y, all one word, runthemoney.com. I'll see you there. Want to start a website for your family business? Check out Bluehost and get everything you need to start up your own website. Select your domain, a design template, and get the right hosting plan. Whether you're starting or growing a digital business, brick and mortar shop, or you're selling eggs on the family farm, 
Bluehost can help you get your business online. Plans for Dad Devotionals listeners and RunTheMoney.com fans start at $2.95 per month with a free domain for one year. Go to RunTheMoney.com slash Bluehost and sign up. That's RunTheMoney.com slash Bluehost. Get it done. All right, we're back with Helen Smallbone. She's the author of Behind the Lights. Helen, Father's Day is right around the corner. Tell us about how your family celebrates the men in your life. We actually aren't great celebrators. I don't really think to tell you the truth. (laughs) And because we're in a family business Mm. and we do life a lot together, when it comes to these celebrations, I sometimes think everybody's like, oh, you know, we just saw you yesterday. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, um, I, I say when it comes to these celebrations, and I know my husband feels the same, I I don't need a special day to feel loved by my children. Mm-hmm. I, they are, and again, it's not what they do. I mean, it's not that they bring gifts or that they say it so much. It's that unspoken communication. It's the way they look at me. Mm-hmm. It's the way they will kiss me in front of their peers. You know, we're more British culture. We hug, I mean, we've learned to hug because we're now in America. But the British culture, as well as European, is to give a kiss on the cheek. And I have been so proud of my sons. I have five sons and they love me, um, they love me well uh, on a day-by-day basis. And I know they do their dad as well uh, because they work together. I think uh, all of them pretty much work with their father. It does, it's not all roses, um, but underneath they know. David knows, the kids know. There's that underlying um, honouring on a day-by-day basis, that he is their dad. No, I, I love that. That It's not just one day. It's carried out through, you know, the other 364. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. And that speaks to, you know, I mean, that's why the book is so great about, you know, you sharing your life because it, it speaks to the culture you created in your family and also in your business. So yeah. it's a beautiful thing. We work together. Definitely, definitely. So how does your Christian faith inform our roles as fathers and husbands? We talked about it a little bit in the beginning with Ephesians, but, uh, you know, just in your experience, I mean, I know you grew up in, in a family that was, you know, ra- raised in the church. And I think, I believe your father was a pastor, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yes. So can you, can you speak to that a bit? Yeah. I think there's two other values that I think are very uh, important. Men, um, the Psalms tell us, um, it might be Proverbs actually, but it, to guard your heart for there's the wellspring of life. Right. A man these days, we live in a very sexualized society. There's stuff thrown at us all the time and a man has to guard his eyes. I, I said before, attitude comes before action. So when you're what I deem sinning by what you're putting before your eyes and knowing that it's affecting you, mm-hmm. when you're thinking about certain things, those that attitude will eventually infiltrate into an action. Right. So my encouragement to a man is recognise this. Okay, so there's a statement that says, When we venture into sin, it's not this big, gigantic leap. It's small steps. And it's little, little, little. But Satan will take us and sin will take us further than we want to go, cost us more than we want to spend. And so I think those initial um, 
I don't know, small steps where we think about things that we know we probably shouldn't. Guard your heart first up against those because I think that that is huge. David, you know, years ago there was that uh, the wristband that said, what would Jesus do? (laughs) David says to himself, and I think this is a great, great sort of motto, not, not motto, but principle. He says, what would Helen think? And if if he knows that I would be uncomfortable with a situation, with a friendship, with those thoughts, then he knows he can't go there. Like that, that that's his guideline. What would Helen think? And so I, that's, that's a great practical principle that a man could use in terms of working out what is okay and what's not. Another one that I think is a great principle is where there are no secrets, there are no lies. Mm. And it's in one of those statements that if you can get into your head if we can live our life with no secrets, with no hidden areas, then we will be living our life in the light, that it will be healthy. And there's a third thing that I would like to encourage husbands to do is to, and fathers to do is to live their faith at home. Mm. Not only are they the leader of the home in terms of where the decisions, the, the, they're the end cap, where the decisions are made, but they are the spiritual leader of the home. And Deuteronomy 6 speaks very strongly about that, about bringing those biblical principles. I think there's forgiveness, you know, saying sorry, repentance, forgiveness. But there's also just speaking to what God is revealing to us through his word and practising those. It says, you know, write them on your doorposts, hang them on your, you know, the Bible verses. But, But speak about God's goodness and faithfulness to your children and then about the principles that you're living by, the biblical principles that you're living by, and that impacts your kids' lives in such a huge way. I, I love that. In Orthodoxy, we're called as men to be the, the priests in our little home churches. That's it. <laughs> that, that's that's it. how we like to think about it. Yeah, I love and, that. And I think that's so right. You yeah. are. Yeah. But, again, I don't know that our culture uh, sort of encourages men to step up into that position as well as it should. Well, you know, and I think we were talking before we hit record that, you know, it, it doesn't. I mean, it, it actively it, it actively goes against it and says this this isn't important and it, it denigrates it. If you have if you display any kind of faith, you know, out in the open, you're you're mocked for it. Or if you do it on social media, unless you're in your, you know, your specific group or you have or you have specific friends that you allow to see a certain post, you're gonna be denigrated for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, this is my favorite segment uh helen it's called the fatherhood five now even though you're a mother you can still play it so by think of it as a lightning round just quick answers first thing that comes to your mind you ready uh-huh all right what is the most rewarding thing about being a parent seeing your kids grow oh, i love that what's the most difficult thing about being a parent uh handling when you see traits that you don't like you know in your kids Definitely. Definitely. So uh, it may not be as much now, but maybe when they were growing up, how did you react when one of your kids did something wrong? Um, depends how angry I was. If I was angry, I would go to my room, send them to their room, uh, get myself back into control and then go and confront it. (laughs) But but you've got to deal with it. And I think, you know, I don't know how long these answers can be, but if, but a lot of times we don't have enough emotional bandwidth as parents, to deal with the stuff. And so we let the kids go and storm off and slam their door and then we just forget about it. 
uh, to me, that's a that's a missed opportunity. You've got to go talk about it and reconcile the relationship. No, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more because if you let it fester and you don't ask for also the forgiveness on your end, if you went overboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just, th- those kind of, those kind of deposits just build up and then you have that negative uh, bank account in terms of love languages, right? You would do. Uh, how, about, how about today? I guess just as a follow-up to that, how about today when, I mean, do you, do you still go back? I mean, you guys work together and all that. You like hitting them with like a newspaper or something <laughs> if they're out of line. Uh, I haven't seen anybody. Oh, I've seen my no. I haven't seen any kids today. Our youngest daughter, who's who's an adult, lives with us. So oh, sometimes I do see her. I came to I, yesterday. I think I woke up and uh, she had not let her dog out uh, first up, and he came up to see me. And as I'm walking down the stairs, I see a pee spot. So uh. the first words she heard from me yesterday were. When you get up, can you please let your dog instead of into the house outside, please? I so love yeah, that. it wasn't a great start to the day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that, and that's a classic one from when they're from when they're young all the way until they're you know oh, young yeah. adult. Perfect. Oh yeah, no, it never <laughs> changes that one. <laughs> can you name a father figure for us for us that you admire? I admired my dad a fair a lot. He had a good sense of humor. That's another important thing for a husband and a father to have a sense of humor. Uh, he had a good sense of humour. He was a lot of fun. He was fun to hang out with. Um, he loved well. Uh, he loved God well mm. and he loved us well and we knew it. So even as a pastor's kid, we responded warmly to faith because he modelled it at home and then he loved us well. Right. That, that, that's beautiful. And I, I like I like how you mentioned humour. <laughs> Yes, because I think God has has, has a sense. I, of humor. He has a big sense of humor, <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, for my family, my mother really didn't have a sense of humor, yeah. but my dad did, and so I could see the impact of one that did have a sense of humor and the one that didn't, and it was it was a big difference. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I mean, I, I believe you got to be able to laugh at yourself, or you know, I mean, <laughs> life's too short. Definitely. All right, last one for you. Give us a Bible verse you're meditating on lately. The one that I've actually been using a lot um, that has really become a bit of a life verse for me is Ephesians 3.20, mm. and it's God can do much, much more than anything we ask or even imagine. And I think for me, with having the book just come out and I'm thinking and talking about a lot of what God's done in our lives, that is the core of it, you know, that he has done much, much more than anything that we could think or even imagine to his glory and through his strength. No, that's beautiful. And I, I bet that's also the reason that he kind of led you down the path to put this together, put this book out there, because that's just got to be such a had to be such a great process to do it. But now you're getting to live it and share with the world. Yeah. Oh, it's just beautiful. And I, and I, my huge encouragement with the book is that other people will will see God's hand and see sometimes that the tough times in our lives, he's actually turning us into a new path. That is a path that's going to be a huge blessing. And just to trust him on the journey, I hope that people in their own personal lives from the testimony of the book actually trust God better and more in their own lives. Absolutely. And what an important note to end on here for dads who are the leaders of their little home churches, as we we said. Uh, So, Helen, we're just about out of time. Where can we connect with you and pick up a copy of the book? Uh, I believe the book is available uh, anywhere, Amazon, uh, through any booksellers. Um, and you probably can connect with me reasonably on um, um, an author page that I have on Facebook. 
um, I think that's the best way to connect. Great. Perfect. We will link all that up in the show notes for folks that want to check you out. Helen, thanks so much. May God grant you many years. And thank you so much for sharing these words of wisdom for dads. Thank you. Thanks for having me, David. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals. Be sure to text me at 717-913-5671 to join the Devoted Dads community. Do me a favor and share this episode with at least one other person who could benefit. Until next time, take care and God bless.